Well, friend, today I want to talk about leaning in to possibility because frankly, that's what we all need to be doing right now. And I want to keep this upbeat and focused on opportunities, possibilities, and even a little bit of magic. So in this episode of Untapped, I'm going to be focusing on what is happening out there in terms of potential opportunities for you and your business, what areas are being affected, some great examples of things that I've seen, and just considering where you can capitalize on all the ways that you can help people right now. So I've got lots of good tips in this. Let's just dive in. Hey, I'm Natalie Sisson, a Kiwi, best-selling author, speaker, podcaster, vlogger, and business coach dedicated to helping you tap into your potential and get paid to be you. All righty, COVID-19. You probably are a little bit sick of hearing about it. Potentially, you are even sick from it. If that is the case, if you have the symptoms, if you've been diagnosed, I am wishing you all the best for a speedy recovery. The recovery rates are actually looking pretty positive right now. I'm not going to go into it too much more because I think we all know the news on how it is spreading. I'm currently back home in my beautiful house and on our lovely land. Super grateful to be home in self-isolation for the next 14 days. And now I feel like the rest of the country is joining us because as of midnight tonight, New Zealand is going into lockdown to really contain this virus. And so now it feels like everybody gets to stay at home along with us. So we're doing it in unity as a country. Super proud of Jacinda Ardern, our Prime Minister, and the way she's handling this with so much grace and clarity and calm. And it's beautiful to see a Prime Minister who's so well respected by the country and taking definitive action. There's just so many good things happening out there right now. I'm feeling hopeful. I'm feeling calm. I'm feeling internally grateful. Josh and I went on a hike with our neighbor on his property the other day, keeping our physical distance apart. Remember people, it's not social distancing, it's physical distancing. We want to be as social as possible. Thankfully, we live in the age of the internet where we can do that through Zoom and Skype. And I see Google Hangouts is making a whole lot of their advanced features available for people. So FaceTime, whatever time, so many ways to connect with people virtually and have that socialization. I digress. So we went on a hike and a tour of his property and it was beautiful. It was over five and a half, six Ks. We were out for almost two hours up in the forest, beautiful views with the dogs who were chasing rabbits. And I was like, I am so grateful that we now have two to three hiking trails right at the tip of our property up into the forest that we can do every day, completely in isolation. And I'm aware that some people who are listening to this are in apartments, potentially you're in apartments with your kids. So, you know, life has changed dramatically for all of us. And for us, really, it just feels like we're doing a homestay. However, the thing with life changing for all of us is all the things that we are either having to deal with because it's just being forced upon us or that we now get to accept and deal with. And I do think that this is a a pretty surreal time. And I'm sure like you, I have many sort of, well, I was initially having more roller coaster days of feeling energized to help and serve and other days where I kind of wanted to hide. But as you know, last week I put out a pretty epic blog post and you heard the podcast, I hope, on 12 ways to earn income even during a recession or crisis. And the response has been phenomenal and amazing and wonderful. And it made it all worthwhile to turn up at a time that I was low on sleep, 
a little deflated and completely unenergized hanging out at the hospital, as you remember probably if you've listened to the episode. If you haven't, check it out. It's the previous one, episode 58. And I'm so glad because as I started writing that post and as I started researching and as I started finding my voice and sharing hopefully positive solutions and suggestions and tips, I actually got more energy and it it really served me well. It focused me when I needed to be distracted and helped me focus on what I'm good at and how I can help. And then ultimately it became a very, very helpful resource, blog post and podcast for so many people who have been sharing and commenting and using the advice. So that's just one example of taking a tiny action, even when you don't feel like stepping up and leading and that ultimately resulting in so much goodness and so much usefulness and purposefulness and meaning. So I wanted to continue that today with how can you sort of thrive and look at the opportunities in this time. I've seen Brendan Bouchard talking about why now more than ever, you need to step up and educate. You need to build your personal brand and you need to be putting out your offers to this world. And I've seen Denise Duffield talking about the same thing. In fact, she shared a post on her group about, you know, if you have a course that's under $100, please share it now because right now we need to be purchasing from each other. We need to be putting out offers and we need to be helping other businesses by purchasing their products, their services and supporting them. And why that is, is not only is it super supportive to them at a time when they need it most, but it also keeps our economy going. So the more that we can circulate our money around the businesses who need it and provide useful services and products and offers and courses, the more it's going to benefit everybody, right? So if your question in your mind has been, as as it has been for many of my Launch Your Damn Course Accelerator students, it's, should I be launching this course right now? I feel kind of bad. Like, is this a good time? And I'm like, yes, it is 100% the best time ever. And here's why. I wrote down five things that all opportunities for us right now, if you're in this area, if this is something you can add or contribute to. Online learning, huge right now. People going, okay, what the heck can I learn if I've got all this downtime, if I'm you know, out of my norm, maybe they've lost their job, maybe their career's on hold, maybe your business is struggling. So, okay, what can I learn right now to help me upskill and be able to put something out there that I can earn money from and helps others? So people are buying courses. They are jumping on Udemy. They're jumping on Masterclass. They're looking for things that may be outside of skills that might help them earn money. They've always wanted to learn and they now have the time for. So if you've been thinking of putting a course out there, this is the time to get it out there because people are searching on things that they want to learn. A second one is online fitness and health. So advice from doctors, from nurses, from counselors, from fitness nutrition experts is great right now. I've seen really clever people doing at-home cooking, how to you know use all the food that you've got in your pantries and make and freeze meals so that you have them on hand. I've seen CrossFitters, because I'm a big CrossFit fan, and triathletes who have had their lives kind of stopped. You know, All the competitions have stopped. They're doing at-home workouts. They're showing you how to create gyms in your own house, use things just like rubber bands, diner bands to do all your workouts with. They're just getting creative and they're bringing fitness into our homes by doing it live or online through YouTube or channels that work for them. So there's just a whole lot more people taking what they normally would have done in classes or in workshops physically, and they're taking it online. So if that's your area, you should be jumping on that bandwagon. Online shopping. Because we now can't go outside and spend in cafes and restaurants and physical shops, We can support those very businesses by shopping online. Depending on where you are in the world, Uber Eats and cafes might still be delivering. But if most of those have now shut down, there's a way to support the physical shops that 
had a virtual presence and if not to be actually just buying products online that you need that can be delivered so now more than ever e-commerce is booming and also things like books book sales have gone through the roof because people you know now want they're stocking up on them they want to be at home they want to read they want to learn another thing that's going through the roof is puzzles and games especially for all these parents who now have kids at home so if you've been considering creating a puzzle or a game or if you have one to hand or if that's your business then it is a great time to be ramping that up online coaching as I mentioned in my previous podcast I think now more than ever people are looking for guidance accountability advice structure normalcy and coaches in any format can really help you whether it's nutrition coach a fitness coach a relationship coach a business coach it's a really great time to really look at the packages that you're offering maybe create specific coaching programs right now for people to help them through this time and then online teaching so in addition to all the people wanting to learn online teaching is becoming more of a thing especially with all the stay-at-home parents right now who are either homeschooling or trying to figure out how the heck to entertain and educate their kids so there's more people than ever turning up you know if you're a teacher if you're an educator jumping on facebook lives offering free daily classes and then leading into maybe you know a paid program offering to actually coach and educate kids through programs that you can offer just so many options for you right now so those are the five areas online learning online fitness and health online shopping online coaching online teaching that came to my mind there are plenty of others but within that there's just so many other opportunities right and I wanted to credit and shout out to my friend Catherine Newton here because she often posts on Facebook when she's in a place of abundance and curiosity she'll post her beautiful saying that she says to herself almost all the time and shares with me and friends is what magic awaits what magic awaits and I just think it's such a beautiful phrase because even in a time of crisis and uncertainty and trepidation and fear there's still magic and actually it's more up to you than you realize I was thinking earlier this week, you know, I just wanted to kind of, I did just want to recuperate from being over in Australia um, at the hospital and I just wanted to chill the heck out. I watched a little bit of Netflix, which I very rarely do. I read some books. I curled up on the couch. I cuddled my dogs to death. Not literally, they're just gorgeous. And I just chilled out because I needed it. I needed the rest. I did my yoga. I did my walks and I just chilled and I slept and I got over my jet lag. But then as the week's gone on, I've actually been doing podcast interviews and interviewing people for my show. And it's just energized me. It's great connecting with smart, savvy, solution-focused people. It's also just really fun kind of getting back into business as usual and creating that sense of ritual right now. So I want to come to that in a minute. But right now, it's also about figuring out what are the magical moments that are coming out of this? The conscious collective is arising. Mother Nature is telling us that we have screwed her over for way too long and now she's kind of letting us know that's not cool and this is how she's dealing with it. There's that form of belief that I've seen come through from people and kind of have to agree, you know. We've messed with the earth for so long. We've taken so much for granted and now she's writing that wrong and out of that there is this beautiful conscious collective of how can we really now look at other things that are right here right now like climate change that we've been ignoring and not doing our part to help and change 
People have suddenly started realizing remote working is a thing. They've looked at different ways to deliver their work, their services, their products. I've been listening to businesses on podcasts whose businesses are thriving because people are now pulling manufacturing back into their country. More things are being made locally. Businesses that have been making useful things for the medical services are just thriving. Food deliveries, wholesale deliveries, beautiful organic fruit markets, you know, because essential services like farming and produce are still going just as strong as ever. And then also things that have popped up out of, for example, accommodation. So I have an Airbnb apartment and every single booking just disappeared in the last week and a half, which I fully expect it, but it's still a bit of a hard hit when you've been booked up for four months solid in advance with really great income coming in and suddenly boom. And then the person who was renting my car park of my apartment also had completely on a separate note given up his, given me notice because he was moving. So I was like, oh, suddenly all my rent from those two things has gone. And I decided, you know what, there must be people in New Zealand who are stranded here, who couldn't get a flight out or who for whatever circumstances can't leave and they need long-term accommodation. I have a two-bedroom beautiful apartment in the heart of the city. How can I help? So I went on to Airbnb and I extended out to can stay for 30 days. I gave a 30% discount if you're staying for a month. And I immediately had a family whose mum is in a wheelchair book in because they couldn't find anywhere that could serve them. They're moving in today. The car park they can now use because if it came free, like it was just a beautiful serendipitous moment to go, okay, how do I change my way of thinking and how do I make the most of this situation and how can I help somebody else make the most of it? And so I know a lot of people who have had similar things, you know, their whole life has been built around tourism and hospitality and they're seeing other avenues for people who are local or not local, who are stranded, who are needing options, motels, apartments, booking people in who are working in government, whose people need to be based in the city, but they're self-isolating, but they need to be able to work from an apartment. All sorts of opportunities and magic is there if you're able to look at it in that way. Another thing that I think if what magic awaits doesn't float your boat or it just feels a little bit too full on in this time, or, you know, like you're not able to see the magic, then what about what does this make possible? That's a hat tip to my friend Stu McLaren, who hat tip to Michael Hyatt. What does this make possible? Right now, there are so many things that are now possible and becoming amazing opportunities because of our world changing before our very eyes. So if you are seeing those, how can you be part of the possibility? How can you change, navigate, or pivot what you're currently doing and produce something, an offer, a product, a course, a service, whatever it may be, a free workshop, a webinar, a challenge, whatever you can do to step up and help people in this time that is an opportunity that has come out of nothing. Well, not nothing, but this pandemic. And this is also a really great time for you to act and be a leading learner. So more than ever, how can you be a couple of steps ahead of the person behind you if you're upskilling right now, if you're learning, if you're taking a course, if you are going back to some of your awesome resources, some of the things you've produced in the past, maybe courses, books, workshops, anything that you produce in the past, is that still relevant? Could you refresh it? Could you bring it back to life? Could you reproduce it? Could you put it out there in a new offer? As I said, people have discretionary income right now that they're not spending where they normally would and they're at home they're bored they're distracted they need focus they want to learn they want to consume they want to shop so 
do something about that and help them out. And obviously I'm not talking about taking advantage of anything for all the idiots out there and the people who did scandalous things to try and make the most out of other people's fear. Just shame on you. I'm talking about being on purpose here, aligning with what you know, with what you have, with what is currently in your possession, both from an experience and a skill set and a knowledge point of view and what you have capacity wise in terms of what you are actually capable of doing right now. It is not the time to sit on your hands and worry and despair. It is the time to take action. Small steps lead to big leaps. So I'm telling you this as much as I'm telling myself. And one of the ways that's been helping me to do this is to get back into my ritual. In my morning ritual, I've been getting up earlier now that I'm getting over the jet lag. I go and do my yoga first thing. I'm getting back into my journaling, which is super helpful right now. And it's going to be so fascinating to look back on that journal because the last time I wrote in it before I went to Australia, I think life was pretty normal. And now I get to write in it and go, the world has changed. So journaling is really helpful for processing your thoughts and developing that sense of routine. So after my yoga, after my journaling, meditation, gratitudes, I have my lemon water. I take my supplements, especially right now, my immune boosting supplements, and I'll link to those in the show notes. And then I will often have my breakfast and then I'll get into my daily writing and or daily podcast interviews or group coaching calls. So it's really lovely to actually just get back into that sense of routine and focused work that's really helpful. And then also I've been making extra time for my health and positivity. So going on these beautiful hikes in nature around our property, making time out to play with the puppies, having naps if it feels appropriate, curling up with a good book, listening into some great podcasts, just feeding my mind with the right things as well as the good news sources and making time for connection with friends. So I've putting in Zoom calls in the afternoon and evening with family and friends just to catch up, to connect, to share, and not just talk about the disruption in our lives and the weirdness and the surrealness, but the good things that are happening, the opportunities that are there, the things that we are trying out, that we're experimenting with, that we're curious about, that we're learning during this time. So I just really encourage you to do that. For example, I saw on Masterclass, there's a lady teaching interior design and it really caught my eye on Instagram. And I was like, yes, actually, I'd love to just learn about interior design more because we will be doing up little bits in our beautiful house and I want to pull color in here and I want to experiment. And I was like, you know what? That's a skill I've been wanting to learn outside of what I already think I'm decent at. Why not? Now is a great time. It's a great distraction. It's a completely different area related to what I do. It'll be interesting. It'll be challenging. It'll be fun. It'll appeal to my creative side. So that's what I'm heading off to do. And I also just want to leave you with a little part of a conversation that I had with the wonderful Azul this morning, because I am about to start writing my own book. And if you'd like to join me on a 60 day adventure of me helping you write your own book live as well, plus expert interviews from New York Times bestsellers, how I use a certain method to actually create and structure my book, and then accountability and live writing sessions with me and other wonderful people who've already joined, then I would love for this to be your time to write a book. There is no better time to create, to have that beautiful ritual and rhythm of writing. It's very cathartic. It's thought-provoking. And you'll be writing a book that's going to hopefully create 
change and transformation and create a conversation. So I want to leave you with just a snippet of our conversation from this morning because he had so many beautiful examples and analogies and it got me excited and fired up to write Suck It Up Princess and get back on track with focusing on that because right now more than ever it's needed. I need it personally and you need it as well in terms of reading books, of taking in information that's helpful right now and of being inspired. So if you are interested in that journey, it starts April 3rd, my birthday, and you can go to nataliesisson.com forward slash write, W-R-I-T-E, to find out all about it. And yeah, it'd just be amazing for you to come on that journey with me. But I'm just going to leave you with a little snippet of that conversation because even though it's related to book writing, I just think it's also related to ideas and how we need to shape them and we need to get them out there right now. And I just thought it might be really helpful and inspiring for you. So thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy this little snippet with Azul. I'll link to him in the show notes and his amazing TED Talk. And I will be back next week with more great interviews and more solo episodes. I might even release a few bonus episodes because I feel right now is the time to create and share more with you, keep you on track, keep you focused, keep you happy, keep you healthy, and keep you moving towards the results that you want out of life and the ways in which you can show up and serve. My goal of our company is to develop thought leaders. A lot of people try to make people into thought leaders by getting them publicity or getting them exposure. And I say, well, if you don't have something to share in service, then you're really just a public figure speaking in the limelight. You're not a thought leader has something to carry on with a simple message that other people can carry. And my job is to help people find the smallest part of the idea that they can identify. Because the mistake people make, in my opinion, is that they look for the big idea. Like, what's the big idea that I can really hang my head on here? And I often say, well, I think you're misunderstanding the notion, which is big ideas are really small ideas that only you noticed and kept picking up and going, has anyone noticed this? Or is it just me? And then more people talk about it. That's what makes it a big idea. Most people try to overstuff a book with action. And that might work for a transactional book. Like, here's five, 15 ways to monetize your blog. But those books are used as references, not as conversations. The best way to have, in my opinion, create a, like a book that has weight is to create simple notions that get continually reminded to the reader in multiple scenarios, multiple stories, examples, tools they can see, oh, that's so right, that's right. And giving a small shift in their thinking. So that's what we do in our company is building people's books into their brand and thinking through these conversations so that when their book is there, it's so easy to share. It's like almost effortless to talk about their book. And mm. you already have the sense of how to do that because you've written books and you've built whole entire concepts around this. So you know this. It's intuitive for you, but it's not as easy for other people because they have a thousand ideas and they want to stuff that into one little book and then think that's going to be the thing. And I have to unpack all these layers so that people have the simple idea that no one mm. can misunderstand. I really love that actually because as both of my books before have been around a premise or an idea, but they've very much been action focused because that's kind of my modus operandi. And that's why I wanted this one to be different. And I love the idea of focusing on starting conversations. So it's things that people can actually continue to talk about and even form their own ideas and perspectives around and continue that conversation. So that's really great. I want to hold on to that a lot and make sure that it's not, you know, this definitive here are all the answers, but it's more getting you to think about those things. Yeah. Because it allows you as the author to not have the answer, which is uncomfortable for a lot of us. Like, well, mm-hmm. but I want to have the answer. I want to tell them I'm like, but what if you don't really know? What if that is your curiosity? And what if that's still lingering? 
Mm. Wouldn't it be okay to say, I don't know the answer to this actually, but it's made me wonder these things and made me question this. That's probably a good place to put people in if you're still wondering, but that feels a little strange and uncomfortable. And I think that's where the leadership part comes in because a leader does say, hey, these are things I don't know yet. And I'm wondering about them. And I'm even questioning my own belief about them. But I want you to wonder as well, because maybe these are places for you to do these things. This turn to people's books who can be carried. The, the idea of they can be carried on, that's the hardest part of books. It's not making them actionable. It's making them worthy of a conversation outside of the book. Because we only can carry very, very little of it with us. Mm. And if our intent is for them to only have to carry a little, then they will. They'll take exactly the thing you want them to do and carry it on in their way. And that's what makes it so meaningful for each person. That conversation started. You could start a business, start a movement, start a foundation. You could start a practice. You know, all these things can happen from simple, simple ideas. Thank you so much for listening to episode 59 of the Untapped podcast. If there is a particular topic that you would love me to share on here, a particular person you'd love me to interview, please let me know. Just tweet me or hit me up in the DMs on Instagram. I'm at Natalie Sisson on either of those. And I would adore if you have, with this extra time that you now may have being at home, socially distancing, being in self-isolation, being in lockdown, whatever your jam is, to rate and review this on iTunes or on Stitcher or on Spotify. But I would really love to start getting some more reviews on the show so that more people can find it, find it helpful. If you do find it helpful and you don't feel like writing a review right now, please share this episode with a friend who really needs to hear about it. And please look after yourself, take care of you, take care of your family, take care of your friends. But number one, look out for you right now. Be safe, be strong, be resilient, be resourceful, and tap into your potential. Mm -hmm.